0: Be the world champion with a body like that! I am Johnny
1: freaking wrestling! And that's the bottom line. And now your world podcast champions. Travis, we're here again. Episode 40, no,
0: nope. episode 65, <laughs> 65. Like, Alright, cool, I was about to say. 40? Man. I was like, did we jump back in time or something?
1: <laughs> well, we only do what? We do one a week, so yeah, that would have made it like about a year ago. <laughs> oh, like at gosh. least,
0: yeah. Oh
1: gosh. <laughs> the funny part is we were just talking before we got on about what episode we were on, and you guessed like one off, and I didn't even guess because I had it in front of me, and I still got it wrong. Man.
0: Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Welcome, Man. people.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Rumbling reality. If you don't, if you've never been here, never listened to us, I am Ramsey, and the other guy over there is Travis, and we are gonna break down this week in wrestling. Travis, what's the first yes. thing on your mind?
0: Um. Well, one of the Besides first sex. things.
1: Well, first
0: off. That's not on my mind for the moment. Um, Whoa. granted in about 21 seconds, it may be considering that's the average time that a man thinks about sex is every 21 <laughs> seconds, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, uh, aside from that, uh, we have, uh, we have, uh, actually now just eight days until WrestleMania. It's incredible because that means this is our, as you and I've talked about last week. We were talking about how this is always the best time of the year to be a wrestling fan because let's face mm-hmm. it, this is like this is like Christmas for us. Oh yeah, you know, it's WrestleMania, despite what anybody wants to think, is the biggest show every single year. So it's always except fun for the Greatest Rumble this year. Yeah. Well, well, so so we think, so we say, we'll see how that turns out That's in Saudi true. Arabia. Um, but man, there's there's been some developments since uh, WrestleMania is only eight days away. We've had some. Pretty good developments over the last week leading into the show. One of the first ones that I wanted to bring about was the rumored um, the the rumored tag team partner for Braun Strowman's tag team titled match against Cesaro and Sheamus the Bar. You hear about that? Uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. Of of all people,
1: <laughs> and no.
0: and no offense to Rey Mysterio, I like Ray, um, and especially I've mean, been Travis? one of the. I, I do I like the guy because I mean let's face it I've been watching him since I was six years old so uh, but I personally I want to see Ray come back for a WWE run I just I don't know for some reason the idea of him being Strowman's partner doesn't really excite me it doesn't it doesn't make me jump out of my seat for him and Shazamus I get I get Shazamus, Shazamus. what Shazamus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you what That's did cool. you what did you mix
0: there I have no idea. I think I was trying. I think I was thinking Seamus, and then all of a sudden I thought Cesaro, and then went back to Seamus. So I'm gonna use that one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shazamus. Okay. It sounds like some um, superhero. I know, right? I mean, um. Well, remember uh, Shaquille O'Neal had that that awful, that god awful movie Shazam back when we were kids. Maybe I was thinking um. something along those lines too. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the bar. Having them face the bar, I get the concept behind it. Is supposed to be the biggest guy and the littlest guy mm. in WWE teaming up with each other to win the titles. We haven't just, seen that, that one. Right, and it's it, it just it doesn't really do anything for me. You know, I'm the guy that I'm still holding out. And I was talking to a friend about this last uh, this this past week when we were talking about it. I'm still hoping and pulling out for Bobby Lashley personally.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's that's, what, that's another one of the rumored. I other rumors you have is Y two J,
0: which uh, Y two J was more of the rumor that was going to be towards uh, another development. We'll bring up momentarily mm-hmm. in the Shane McMahon Daniel Bryan tag match was oh, the I heard uh, about that. So absolutely, well, I mean, it only makes sense to throw Chris Jericho in there, and that was going with the idea of uh, that if Shane wasn't going to be able to make it, well, probably like, uh,
1: Chris Jericho's the safest person Bryan could work with, honestly.
0: Well it's not even just that. It just it fits with the story and the yep. narrative. But we'll uh, we'll go into more of that here in just a little bit because there's been some developments upon that as well. Um but what do you I mean, what do you think and who would you hope for in all honesty Man, of, of the part I mean
1: Rey Mysterio would be semi exciting. I mean uh I was thinking uh before Rusev had his match finally, he got his match for Spain, I think it'd be cool if Rusev like jumped ships and said I'm done with SmackDown. I don't know, something like that. Or had a really good idea. I forgot who it was going to be. Um, who's one of the major stars that is not in a match in Raw that I was talking about last week?
0: Um... Oh, man. Let's see. Uh, well, I mean. Oh, Elias. Major... Elias, sorry. I was about to say. I, that was the only one that was about to come to mind was Elias. I mean, just but see, I don't even... want that one. I,
1: know, I don't want, I don't, Elias. want I don't want it either. But the thing is, like Elias has been pushed really hard this last year. And like he's not in a WrestleMania match.
0: Well, from what, from what yeah, another rumor is, no, no, even oh, better for Yes, I think that would actually oh, be way better. There. No, I'm, from what I've heard, uh, it's actually it's increased tenfold that oh. he actually will make an appearance. Um, I would rather have that as opposed to him being in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Me too. Mainly oh, yeah, because that would, that would be a high spotlight for Elias to be put in. To go solo against The Rock, you know, that's, oh, yeah. that's nothing to shy away from. You're right. I know I am. I mean, okay. <laughs> <That was weird. laughs> well, you, there was an awkward pause there. Yeah, so like, like, um, like, you're, you um, were like, you're right. So I'm just making it clear. No, um, but while we're on tag teams uh, for, for a second, let's, let's go ahead and jump right into the, the David the revival, Ryan Shane Man it. stuff. No, I don't even want to talk about that travesty. Um, uh, and not a travesty on their part, the travesty of WWE's part okay, uh, with the oh, revival.
1: Wow. So what are we going to talk about?
0: So let's let's jump into the other tag match that we were aforementioned, the Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, uh, Kevin Owens, Sam Zane yeah, tag team matchup. Um, so we all were under the impression, and I think we even talked about it on this show last week, um or actually, we, we were talking about it on Twitter with a couple of our followers, that Shane was diagnosed with acute diverticulitis, so it was thrown in, up in the air as to whether or not he would even be able to make mania, whether he was healthy enough for WrestleMania. Um, apparently, from yes. what we've seen on SmackDown this past week and from what's been reported, is that since it was acute diverticulitis, um, he was able to get treatment for it um, and was released from the hospital, I believe, this past Tuesday or Wednesday. And the doctors have said, and according to what WWE has said, they are confident that Shane will be healthy enough uh, to compete uh, at WrestleMania, which is great, and, I, and I'm glad that that's the case, because yeah, to me, that's, that's the perfect cap-off for the story. But had that not been the case like we were saying at the beginning there were a couple rumored names that they were going to throw in there the, the top one was going to be Chris Jericho and obviously I, mean, I just it would rather make see sense. that Well and you know I thought about that too because that would be great for Daniel Bryan as well and because one, he would I think be working my, with my
1: my second favorite ever I'm pretty sure in my mind it goes Jeff Hardy and Jericho
0: Yeah uh, well, wow I thought you were a bigger Jericho fan than Hardy
1: What? Hell no I Jeff Hardy mean. Jeff Hardy all the way up there
0: Okay so um <laughs> Jericho, of course, has talked about taking that that Shane McMahon spot. However, that unfortunately will be highly impossible to do, Mm. um, mainly because he's got a show with Fozzie that very same night, and he would literally have to cancel that show, plus I think they said like two other shows in order for him to be able to appear at Mania. And that's just—I mean, Jericho
1: more important, but yeah, I would think.
0: Well, not in Chris Jericho's mind, and this is where I give Jericho so so many props is that he's said it numerous times when he's when he's doing the wrestling thing, he's he's fully and solely focused on wrestling. When it's the music, he's solely focused on the music and the band. So I've respected him greatly for that because that means that he's devoting his entire attention to that one particular topic. Yeah, yeah. So. So the fact that you know he would he would do that and it's it's his band. I mean, I'm sure he probably could get away with it if he wanted to, but him being that much of a professional, I would rather him stick to his his tour schedule for uh, for uh, the band as opposed to making it a one-off appearance at Mania, um, just because that just shows his integrity as a as a human being and as a performer. So, yeah, I guess. So what's on your mind, Ramsey? What you got?
1: Well, we got a lot of stuff. We have, uh, let's see, the um, or what we have Andre we the have? Giant documentary coming out pretty soon on HBO. I'm pretty excited for that because HBO does really good documentaries.
0: HBO does phenomenal documentaries. So, I mean,
1: and I thought it was pretty interesting if you have been keeping up with this at all. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie were actually on a talk show recently, uh, one of those radio shows or whatever it was, NBC or something. They were doing a um, –
0: they were going the ESPN rounds. Yeah, they did inter- interviews uh, yeah.
1: and stuff, and they were asked uh, who do you think was like the biggest star or whatever, ever kind of thing, all across all platforms. And then uh, they, I think Stephanie, or maybe not sure which one said it, they said Andre the Giant. And then they said, most people would think we'd say John Cena or like, you know, The Rock, but we'd think Andre the Giant because he just, whatever. I'm like I was like, that's. Not sure if they're just trying to plug this new documentary or what, but oh I yeah, would, yeah, I would not think spanning all categories. Andre the Giant is the person. I mean, I especially because nowadays social media words where, where it's at. If back in the day, Andre the Giant maybe you know with social media he was really different, but nowadays I would think it's like something like The Rock. The Rock spans everything.
0: Yeah, you know I I would agree with that too. Or I mean, hell, if, there's, if they're if they're saying I,
1: actor last year, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, you could even I mean, some would even argue that they they could have said Hulk Hogan because when you say Hulk Hogan, you immediately think of wrestling or, or WWE or, um,
1: or steroids and sex scandals. Well, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> depending on what era you grew and up. And that's, that's, that's
1: a that's a topic. Let's go into that topic because there's, I mean, this is the more of a, I guess whatever. Hulk Hogan is really highly rumored to make some kind of WrestleMania appearance. Do we want to see it, Travis?
0: I mean, I'm I'm okay with him coming back because when they brought him back originally. He was only going to be an ambassador uh, for WWE. Like obviously, he wasn't going to take any bumps or anything like that. And he yeah. would do the, the the special appearances on the shows every now and then. Um, I'm perfectly okay with that, you know. And I get I get the trepidation the, some of the people's trepidation of bringing him back. But I mean, he's in Is it a risk for... for
1: WWE to do? I mean, they they won't bring some stars back as I think they said in the past. Hulk Hogan has always seemed to be in some scandal or something going on in his life. That, well, you
0: know. let me put it, let me put it this way: They brought in, they brought back the Ultimate Warrior, who not only badmouthed the, the WWE, but he publicly stated he was happy that Bobby Bray and Heenan uh, had throat yeah. cancer. He's publicly bashed gays before. Um, they brought yeah, Ultimate Warrior too. back, huh? I'm just
1: gonna keep going.
0: Why would you say <laughs> something like that? I'm just
1: like. <laughs> You get so not, much hate mail now.
0: Yeah, and I hope it all goes to you because it wasn't <laughs> me that said it. I'm just kidding. Keep going. Uh, but uh, I mean, they named a, a, a award you know I forgot about the throat cancer
1: comment he made. I I, I remember saying I remember reading that or seeing it, and I was like, whoa, that is like really like shady. That's like I mean, I know they had heat in the past, but that's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, they they publicly did not like each other. I mean, it was yeah. no no secret whatsoever but to, to out loud say that you're happy that somebody got throat cancer. But they they brought him back and named an award after him. So, I mean, Hulk Hogan, to me, did something way less worse than that. Which, dude, getting has
1: got a ton of heat for that still to this day.
0: I I agree. I understand, and I, I get where the heat can come from. But saying saying Sunday, that it's word... It's
1: Sunday night heat. That's where it's coming from. Oh, I wish I could <laughs> cue the music. Damn
0: it. Well, say, uh, saying that word... As opposed to saying that you're happy that somebody has throat cancer and then straight up bashing uh, somebody's sexual orientation, yeah, I would right. I would I would think that would uh, that would actually trump Hulk Hogan's problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good. Um, so yeah, I would think I, so too I, I, in I mind, of things, right? I wouldn't mind seeing Hogan uh, Hogan come back. I mean, it's Hulk Hogan after all. So eventually he'll mm, be there. Eventually anyway. come back, of course. Yeah, so whether it's now or whether it's another year or two or whatever, um, he'll be back eventually. It's it's just a matter of when.
1: Let's see what else do we have on the wrestling plate? Um, you watch NXT this week?
0: Oh, of course, of course, okay, I watched so NXT. So you know this week. the
1: big old crazy uh, announcement of the new North American Championship.
0: Yes, and I am stoked for it.
1: And we have. Oh, I'm not very stoked for it because I wish they made a women's tag team NXT title first because that sounds way cooler and way nope. different. I know nope. there's not enough. There's not enough women on there right now. Again, that are like could do it. Well, I'm just saying. It's not, even me, that. That. That just not even that. That does not even that. more exciting? No,
0: no. Tell me, absolutely me. not. Tell me what and, you think. Ref- this,
1: uh, that's
0: something that I'm sure will come down the line, um, but. This has been the one thing that I have been waiting for NXT to do because they have had only three titles in their entire tenure. And and I'm glad that we're bringing this subject up. because They only, I have, saw one, some,
1: they only have an hour show. So
0: I, I don't care if they only have an hour show. They only have an hour show every single week, and yet we still can sit here and talk about some of their biggest stars, and there's a plethora of them. So it's not like they haven't done their job. Yeah. Um, if anything, it's just shown that NXT – uh, is a very small uh, program that still has impacted several people that within an hour they have made certain superstars so relevant that we're talking about them. And again, like you said, they only have an hour show. It's but not like just a two-hour platform. true,
1: but you got to remember, okay, there is a thing here. NXT, you're right, the formula is working, okay? They do have tons of people talking about it. But I'm a big believer. The reason why the NXT fans are so open and get people over is because they are also the ones on internet, internet and Twitter and social media more often than the mainstream viewer. Mainstream Absolutely. viewer ca- casually watches wrestling, and they're the ones who get their daddy and mom to buy their shirts. The, yes. So the NXT so so every time the NXT guys jump to Raw or SmackDown. Half of them, they're not built correctly, and they end up dying because the crowd doesn't. The crowd is either bored of them because they weren't built up correctly or whatever. So something. I get gone that the formula.
0: Well, I get that, and and we're not talking about I the know. success they have yeah. after NXT. I'm talking about just the fact that NXT itself is officially a third brand. But what I was gonna is
1: they're kind of making it like a Raw or a SmackDown, and that's fine. What they, that's what they should not do because NXT is good at what it is doing right now.
0: I, I, I agree with that, but with the upcoming uh, rumor talks of them being uh, over on the Fox network now and uh, booting out the UFC, with that deal supposedly and, – and we're going to get back to the North American title and why I like it so much here in just a yeah. second. Um, but Yeah, I actually the want to part- this topic
1: for a little bit. So
0: Part of the deal um, with, with Fox apparently is, as we've, we stated on this show, is that if they do end up going over to Fox – Fox wants to push Raw back to a two-hour format, okay. which would be great. Um, and focuses, then on top of that, it focuses that,
1: the writers to have to actually, you know, create things.
0: <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I mean, you don't you don't have a lot of wasted time, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but apparently, is also part of that deal. Fox has realized that the NXT brand is a success in and of itself, so they have been talking about making NXT uh, come actually onto the Fox, uh, Fox network as well. Um, from what I've heard, they would put it on FS1 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the, and they would make it a two-hour show, not a one-hour show at that point. Um, so I wouldn't be disappointed with that either because the thing with NXT and what makes it so successful is that it's the alternative WWE product to what we get from Raw and SmackDown. This mm-hmm. NXT really – when they say the phrase, we are NXT – they really are speaking to the hardcore fans that miss like the ECW days, the hardcore fans that have been watching since the Attitude Era that kind of miss those times. We get a little bit of that with NXT. We don't get the full barrage of what the Attitude Era was, but we certainly can all agree that they do push a little bit more of a serious storyline on the NXT product. You don't see a lot of hokey stories or characters over on NXT. You have them there which is okay, but you don't have an abundance of them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so being being that NXT has become this third brand, I'm a big believer that every successful major wrestling uh, federation has to have at least four titles. And the four titles are, obviously, one of them is your women's title. Mm -hmm. uh, Another one is your tag team titles. Obviously, your main title. But you also need to have that But Uh, here's the thing you're a little bit old school,
1: but you have to think a little bit differently going in on because you have different viewers, and the way things have been going and the viewership is not shown to keep going the same route you've been going. So, I'm not I mean, I'm not all crazy about the women's every five seconds pushing us every five first ever, first ever, first ever. Michael Cole, that gets old as hell. But I think if you have the women to do it and the amount of roster we have now, at least make a a Raw or SmackDown or whatever women's tag team title division because that just sounds exciting to me because there's so many women now that aren't even being used correctly and there's not enough time for them. So if you can put four girl, I mean, basically what they keep doing is they keep doing these battle royals and these four-ways and six-ways, you know you know what I mean? It's just like if you have a legitimate tag team matches with these women, I, it can create big stables. I don't know. I just like the idea of it um, compared to just... Uh, Going the same route of when you create a brand like NXT having, you know, like you just said, three or four titles. But I don't, I don't know why they can't make one or two of the titles like a very different title. Instead of having like a step down, like an IC title or whatever, let's do that. Or let's do a, I'm not saying this is a to be, I'm not saying this is a real thing. Or it's, I think it's cool. What about a WWE Network title?
0: <laughs> I mean, a lot of people thought that's what the North American title should have been called. Or the NXT television title. The Which only reason I, I, I say I that—the that funny too.
1: part is—I put this on Twitter and actually made a little scheme of it, like a little title, and it was more of a joke, like saying like anything goes now. Uh, but I mean, really, that would kind of—it would be more of like a viewer title, like people who think that should be like almost like a ho- Rusev, like Rusev to me would get like the popularity title. You know what I
0: mean? Well, and that's—I think that's another good reason to have the secondary title of what the North American title is going to do, mm-hmm. because. My theory behind it, and this is just my theory, and I'm a big believer of this, is when you have just the one male championship, the NXT title, yeah, that's your top prize. Obviously, that's what you want to go for character-wise on NXT. But if you have if you have so many male figures and characters, which NXT does, and they have so many guys that could potentially be a main eventer, but potentially never get to that main event title like we all think they should, why not have that secondary title, much like you know what Rob Van Dam did with the ECW television title? He made that title in ECW more relevant than uh, almost the world title itself because he was champion for two years. So you can sometimes have your top two guys holding a title and one of them be that quote-unquote the title and then you have the quote-unquote workhorse title. So, which gets
1: you prepared for that? Let's bring some fans in on, on this because it wasn't actually a question. It was more like me just you know putting on social media. But basically, I put I can't wait till WWE makes a WWE Network Championship title smiley face like a joke. I mean shit with the news of North American Championship now for NXT. I think WWE can make a title for anything now. And first one was Graves said WWE Network uh, um, equals uh, WCW title. Or WCW TV title, pretty much. Uh, we yeah. We have a uh, guy named Brian Weingart, what life of well, Brian said, don't give it to Brock. <laughs> <laughs> True then, story there. And then Graves said, it'll never get defended. And then, let's see. Hold on a second. I'm get actual real opinions. Much uh, like the internet
0: title was never defended.
1: And uh, the handsome Randall, uh, said, uh, said th- th- and already the North American Championship is worth more than the Universal title <laughs> right I thought that was uh, pretty sad pretty good um, and Stuntman Mike said that would suck just as much as the Universal title great idea, uh, dream great, great idea reminds me of how much I miss the old TV title but, I mean, honestly, the – and I have tons of comments on this, but they're mixed. So, basically, the reactions are mixed, which is kind of good. It's better than just me and all bad or all good, I guess. You have people actually debating it right. why they could or should or not be there. But.
0: Which, by the way, I want to I want to clarify something, too. Your idea of a women's tag team title, um, I, I do like the idea. And I think it came across originally like I was saying, no, I don't like the idea. I think it sucks, period, and that's not the case. But coming before – the, uh, the North American title for NXT was what I was getting at, is that I'm glad that that's not the case. And I do believe that we will have that happen here pretty soon. Um, and it will be on one of the bigger brands first. It's not going to be like on NXT or anything like that. And honestly, it probably isn't going to happen before we get the Cruiserweight tag team titles over on 205 Live. Um, which I kind of like that idea too, and in the same sentence. Um, just because 205 Live has been struggling... It's like, do you really want to make a, a tag title for the cruiserweight division? But since Triple H just started running it, um, I think it has a better chance of actually succeeding. The cruiserweight division does now as a whole. Mm-hmm. And bringing back the cruiserweight tag team titles definitely is a good idea if you want to continue to push 205 Live as a separate brand or separate entity.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, it does. It does I mean, I guess it. Brings another uh, sector in there, but I'm just—I just don't know. I think there's other belts they could have offered before this one. I mean, sure. kind of like the European title was never a giant fan, unless maybe Eddie Guerrero was carrying it. But it's like, as a viewer, it's like I'm confused when you when you say a world heavyweight title, the guy that guy does the world, so he controls all the countries, all the states. He's the best of the best, and then you yeah. have the. Uh, I mean, it just didn't make sense as a young person growing up, those many titles. When you have weight divisions, like a cruiserweight, you know what that says. It says all the guys that are under this weight or whatever. When you have a hardcore title, oh, he can, you know, whatever, fight, whatever do what he wants to do. But ice, an IC title is honestly still confusing for me too. I mean, it doesn't make sense when you have a world championship, whatever.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like having a governor and a mayor and, a you know, it's like too many things, too many branches of government.
0: <laughs> well. Uh-
1: um so let's move on to our next topic. And actually let's take a tiny little break and I'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Ramsey. If you're liking what you're hearing today on Rumbling Reality, don't be afraid to give us a good comment. Give us a five-star on the podcast app you're using. If you love wrestling, uh, go to rumblingrumors.com. There's tons of wrestling stuff there for you. And if you want to talk to me or Travis, go on Twitter, ww.ramsey or Travis Falhark. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Back to the show, guys. All right, Travis, we're back. Yes, sir. What's next?
0: So I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a brief second. There's two there's two topics I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I want to talk about is, uh, and I had actually talked to your brother about this um, about yesterday, as a matter of fact. Um, early Friday morning, I was bored and I was face uh, not Facebook, excuse me. I was YouTube browsing. And it came across, one of the first videos that popped up was an Impact Wrestling video. Mm-hmm. And it was Bobby Lashley versus The Machine, Brian Cage. Um, for, all you, for all the indie fans that do know uh, who Brian Cage is, Brian Cage has been working with uh, Impact Wrestling for a little bit now. And this was the, I guess, to my understanding, the first meeting ever between Brian Cage and Bobby Lashley. If you haven't seen Brian Cage, he used to be a developmental talent for WWE, um, but he wasn't as built as he is now. We're talking about this dude's like on—he's the same size height-wise as mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, and he's built like Scott Steiner almost. That sounds it's, scary. And nasty it's at the
1: same
0: time. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is he's as—he's athletic like he's on, If you remember Mike Awesome from back in the day.
1: Of course. Okay. Can I kind of
0: question that? So he's he's like Mike Awesome. He's a dude who is super huge that literally can do things like he's an effing cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And these two guys, Bobby Lashley and Brian Cage, just go watch the little four minute video they have of the highlights on YouTube, no. and it'll it'll impress you. Like it's absolutely impressive to see what they did. Um, and then the very same show. They had Matt Seidel, who was Evan Bourne in WWE, um, take on Austin Aries for their championships. It was a title versus title match. Hmm. And that was a uh, – the highlights on that was about a four-minute video. And that, too, looked awesome. So
1: I'm no, like – intended. to awesome again. No. RIP. Um, RIP.
0: I thought you were going for Miz there, but whatever. <laughs> um, but – Either way, I was like, "Wow, maybe Impact Wrestling is starting to find its footing again, and yeah. they're starting to they're starting to build up a little so bit of momentum." Basically,
1: you have not really kept up with
0: it like you used to. No, I, I, we've talked about this several times on this show. I just let you Impact tune in
1: like once in a while, so you don't tune in at all anymore.
0: I haven't watched a full episode of Impact in at least a year, if not longer.
1: Really? Wow.
0: Full, full, at least, and I and I again, I'm being generous there because I honestly don't. I cannot tell you the last time I actually watched it, um, whether it was a year ago. If it was longer than that, I don't know. It's it's just that's you know me. And you've known me for years. I stay very consistent with a wrestling program once I once I like it. And for me to not be able to tell you the last time I watched it will tell you how disinterested Impact made me. You know. Um, now they're starting to find their ground again, I think, and it might be something that I'm going to have to kind of keep my eye on and tune in on because they may just start making ground. And if that's the case, that's great. I'd, I'd love for that to happen. Um, I'm already a fan of ring of honor. I do see it as the number two promotion, which is also interesting because on a uh, piece of article that uh, I'm just going to bat, I'm going to kind of trail off to real quick. Oh, yeah. Go. We, uh, we all heard about the band moves that were going to be for new Orleans. Uh, this upcoming weekend, um, like certain moves that wrestling organizations couldn't do, um, without seeking some form of a a certification, uh, from each performer. If they wanted to do like, for instance, they banned all variations of the pile driver. Um, no, obviously no chair shots to the head, which WWE didn't do that anyway. Um, there was several,
1: who did this, who made this,
0: the athletic commission of new Orleans, Mm. Like, go look it up. It's crazy what they banned. But here's the stipulation to it. If they are seen as being a – which this is where WWE gets an you exception. You
1: know how much money WWE bringing in for them?
0: Well, not only that, but the way they looked at it is this is mainly a ordinance that was passed after a, a death of a wrestler at an oh. indie show. Okay. Um, and there was a lawsuit behind it and everything like that. Um, this is for like little indie shows that are going to be taking place that weekend. WWE is excluded from it because they they were seen obviously as and they are by all rights an entity that is not by any stretch of the imagination going to do something uh, that's not supervised or uh, not talked about beforehand or rehearsed or whatever the case may be. They're looked at as a safe environment, right? What I find interesting also in that very same article, Ring of Honor gets that exact same exclusion that WWE gets because the city of New Orleans looks at Ring of Honor as a major promotion. So it got me thinking, wow, maybe I'm not the only one anymore that actually is seeing Ring of Honor as a a number two. Exactly. That was my first thought was, wow, an athletic commission is actually tagging Ring of Honor now as being a major promotion. That's insane, you know? And and that also goes to show you what good it's done when you have guys like Cody, who has built himself up to be a brand after leaving WWE, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, the Bullet Club. Which it Club. looks like
1: the Bullet Club's on the, on the fence right now.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll get to that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, that was something that I thought was an interesting piece of conversation, was that that's how they're seeing that. And just in general, I think... If Impact can get back to where they were, I would love to see that just because that means that's more wrestling that keeps me interested and there's that means there's more options as opposed to just WWE. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and now, now New Japan is picking up steam. I mean, think about that. They get back up to where they used to be. That's four different wrestling products that you can tune into. You, know, you can do WWE. If WWE doesn't suit you, then you've always got Ring of Honor or Impact Wrestling or New Japan. If you don't like any of those, you know, I'm sure you can find something. But it's like if you don't like one, there's always another that you can go to. It's true. And and that just that was what made the nineties so much fun too. So I I hope they do well. I hope they are starting to find ground. And I hope they do bring me back as a viewer, because I would love to see another alternative product uh, take shape.
1: I mean every time an alternative product comes in, it, it just makes every every other company or product have to compete that's what it's known whether it's an apple or google whatever it is it just makes for better products for the consumer so let's hope that happens
0: mm-hmm. i'm right there with you um so the the next topic i wanted to bring mm-hmm. to your attention because i want your opinion on it what do you think of this john cena undertaker bill oh my
1: gosh i i don't know what to think anymore it's a it's almost like uh too much for me like it's like it's like it's over the top. Too much, what, over too top much good or
0: too much too, too much, much, good bad. Or too it's much like, bad. It's like it's like constantly okay.
1: begging. It's like I mean, yeah, I guess John Cena maybe a tiny bit has made me wonder like is gonna is that gonna punk out or whatever, but on the other hand I'm like, dude, don't don't we have like documentaries that have gone on the main screen about wrestlers is trying to retire and then they, you know, move on with their life and then you have like the epitome of somebody like trying to bully somebody back into the business. It's like kinda makes me think like, I don't know <laughs> He hasn't yeah. officially retired, yeah, but I'm like, I mean, if anybody's seen The Wrestler and stuff with Mickey Rourke, which is a great freaking movie, um, it just it just shows like how older school wrestlers like the ta- like Taker and Hulk Hogan and stuff just can never get away from wrestling, and this is kind of the reason why. I mean, whether it's who's ever doing or whose storyline, they, who created it, I mean, just always some reason they're brought back in.
0: Mm-hmm. See, and, and I thought something similar to that, too, and I'm like, I think for me, what's doing it for me or what's what it's not doing for me is it's not believable anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, John Cena, I, I kind of agree with what Edge said on his podcast a couple weeks now is John Cena's promos, yes, they're filled with intensity and they they get you interested. But he takes it to a point sometimes where it just sounds too goofy. You know what I mean? He, he takes it into that, mm-hmm. that, okay, you're going a little too over the top. Like, almost any time he... He says Taker's name, he's always like The Undertaker and I'm like, This is not the nineties and you're not Vince McMahon on commentary. So I just you know,
1: think John Cena's used to that older style of you know doing stuff, so I don't I mean, I know what you're saying.
0: But I mean it's like I I feel like Cena I don't know if uh, never mind, I'm not gonna say he doesn't what? know better. Well, I wasn't gonna. Say, I was about to say, you know, Cena should know better, but I'm not gonna say that because I'm sure he absolutely does.
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm sure there's a method behind his madness. It's just, I don't know. I'm not a fan. First, I'm also not a fan of the fact that they have not brought him on TV at all, and it makes me wonder if they're even gonna bring him on TV this week. I think. Or if-
1: I really think what they're gonna do. Is wait until WrestleMania Day and um, right. like, John Cena comes out, and but that would make for something a little more interesting. But what I rather prefer, what I've been saying on Twitter this last week, is what I would hope happens is he does it one more time, and then mm-hmm. we have a Bobby Lashley or somebody else come out or a Jericho or whoever says, you know what, John Cena, I'm tired of your, you know, I want you to come out and fight me WrestleMania. Yeah, which I mean, what do you think about that?
0: I don't think it'll happen. No, um, it's it's pretty much set in stone that Taker people and Cena is going to happen. That's not going to happen either. It's it just it's not. It's just not. I mean, people are the Goldberg has a better likely chance of winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which has been rumored too. So um, I would I would bet money on that before I bet Goldberg comes out because they're not going to have John Cena get squashed by Goldberg in less than two minutes. It's not going to happen. So yeah, you know, true. sorry to burst anybody's bubble there, but um, at this point, no. Everybody knows that the Taker Cena match is going to happen. But what I'm getting, like I said, what I'm getting frustrated with is the way they're building this up. To me, Hold it's on just not. It's like
1: my dog's going crazy here in the background. That's how happened to your live podcast. Sorry about that.
0: It's okay. <laughs> it's a it's a dog. I mean, come oh, on. Sure. Um, it's just not. It it doesn't do anything for me. the The way they've built this up. I get McMahon's theory behind it is it's already a stacked card, so you can kind of push this storyline the way you have been. Yeah. But to me, it's making me lose interest because there's nothing really that they're fighting over. There's not a single thing that is worth fighting over. I mean, Take what, yeah, is, what's the
1: premise? Like, what's, the, yeah. uh, what's what are we proving here? No titles on the line? What are we proving?
0: Yeah, the big money match that, uh, that you could have done back at WrestleMania 30... Was John Cena versus Undertaker? At which point, yes. this you know, if if Cena would have beat the streak, I think we all would have talked about it and been like, "Oh my God, why did you have Cena do it? You could have had somebody else." Um, but I think people would have been a lot more accepting of that as opposed to what we did get, because it would have been it would have if it would have felt like a big match. Because yeah. let's face it, every match after the Brock Lesnar defeat from thirty. Has not really like I'm still excited to see Undertaker wrestle, but it has not had that same flair Look, to it like thing. it did before.
1: You're, you're right, but where do you where do you put where do you put this match on the card? I mean, where do you put it because it's Taker, right? So you put him at the close of the end or the end. I mean, where, I mean, what would you? I don't know. Just
0: <laughs> the only thing that I can see for Taker and Cena um, is. Again, we have to we have to have an appearance from Taker this Monday, in my opinion, to make this this whole have thing. To.
1: I mean, I think so too.
0: And and the only way that I think you'll even get a reaction out of this is if you actually make it career versus career, and then Ooh. if you do that. That actually if you that's do, the only
1: thing I would say I would actually go for. It makes sense. Well and that's
0: and that's what's that's what's been rumored by so many people. It has not been confirmed by any major outlet that that's what they're gonna do. But do you really make but,
1: do you really make Taker lose a third match in a row?
0: Well, it won't be in a row, first because oh. he beat Bray Wyatt and Shane McMahon in back to back years. It wasn't so, in a row? No, it was not. It was thirty one, he beat Wyatt, thirty two he beat Shane, thirty three he lost to Reigns. Um so it would be two in a row that he loses though so but in the same sentence and i'm sure in wwe's eyes this is how they rationalize it for your third for you to have a, a record of 22 and 3 at wrestlemania and the three losses that you do have are to brock lesnar, john cena and roman reigns they're three in their minds they're three biggest draws for the company i don't think they would look so down upon that you know yeah. what i mean um, now we, as fans, would probably have our own opinions on that. Mm-hmm. But that that being said, though, um, the whole John Cena thing it just doesn't have as much interest as it would. And the only way it would, in my opinion, is to put the career versus career. And if that does happen, you what else do you do except the main event? You you could not have any other show or any other I mean, match it, close honestly, out the show. It
1: would take away a little bit for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, which is probably ideal because yeah if for Lester what they're wanting to leave, do what do you want to keep pushing them for
0: exactly and that's what a lot that of people have said sense. too yeah a lot of people have said that a i guess it's that one looking... match
1: that will really like i mean if, if john cena comes out can you imagine john cena comes out at the end of wrestlemania and still doesn't know if taker's coming out and then his music hits that that sounds kind of exciting
0: it does and then i've seen people going back and forth on twitter as to what type of taker do we get do we get Undertaker the phenom or do we get Undertaker the American badass and I've seen so many people that are like no don't give us the American badass and I'm like why I want to see
1: that I just I would cooler
0: well it's and to me in and and I've seen this is the same argument that I've seen uh, other people that are for it that yeah. say it too is that we saw him retire the dead man gimmick last year so why not just leave that alone? Because that would still make sense storyline-wise is that you left the dead man character behind. Now you have the man, Mark Calloway, who still goes by The Undertaker, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you have him. You know, This is the last thing that's left. And why not then have that to where, yeah, you make it career versus career. Because then it makes sense at that point. You know what I mean? And they've, they've kind of been exposing Taker a little bit more um, since last year, so, I mean, hell, he mentioned his wife on TV, John Cena did, you know, you can't really go back to a dead man gimmick once you throw your wife into the mix, <laughs> on TV, yeah. on TV nonetheless, you know what I mean, um, so character wise, and for storyline sensible purposes, how can you not go the American badass?
1: Yeah, I mean, it just sounds way cooler to me.
0: Well, plus you got Kid Rock there, who would if if that's the case, we know. As people
1: were saying, like he could actually come out and do the entrance. That would be so freaking. And I don't know why this that was, was the hate and, on. and that was so the original theme.
0: Him. Yeah, and there was there that was the original theme for Undertaker when he first did the the character change to the American badass. Oh yeah. Uh, so and yeah, I've seen so many people hating on Kid Rock, and I'm like, y'all are just a bunch of sheep. I swear. I know my name. Like, love
1: Kid Rock too. You went to his concert recently, so I know you're a fan. I'm a fan too, but. I just don't get why everybody has to hate on everybody because of who they support politically. It just gets old as hell.
0: Right, and I, that's that's my thing too. Is that it's mainly a bunch of people that just hate him because of his personal beliefs. And it's I, like, I know, well, I love
1: stuff Michael Jackson did. I love Michael Jackson still his music. So
0: mm-hmm. right, that's that's kind of other people's logic too. And I'm like, all right, that's and that's to me that's that's more logical than saying, oh, I don't like him because he supports so and so. Exactly. mm Hmm. My thought too. Next, My uh too.
1: What? Oh, you want to? You want? What time are we at right now? The thing.
0: What time? You tell me. <laughs>
1: You're right. We can still have about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, what are we not covered today? We, um, if, I'm really glad Rusev's sent a freaking match. I'm really glad. Yeah, I was gonna get onto
0: that too, and then I've got. Then I wanted to bring up Reigns and Lesnar. Um, yeah, let's at bring the up end. Reigns
1: and Lesnar. That's probably more of a uh, good topic for people to hear.
0: Okay. Well, on a side note, um, I actually am stoked that Rusev got added to the U.S. title match, too. Um, Reigns and Lesnar, what do you, what do you think? I, I said it last week on this show, and I still I'm, I'm, fir- I'm firmly behind it, especially again after this week with them being so physical. I do think we need to have some kind of stipulation for this match.
1: I mean, to make it exciting, yeah. I mean, that's it sounds like they're they're doing like some kind of hardcore, no holds barred, like fighting stuff. So let's see some kind of thing. Let's see some kind of notice qualification added to it. I mean, I agree.
0: Yeah, it it just to me makes sense storyline wise too because we've seen for the last three weeks we've just seen straight up fights and beatdowns. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's like. It's like how do you not how do you not make this because they're also trying to make it to where it's extremely personal to Reigns and Lesnar now both Reigns taking shots at Lesnar personally and vice versa. Um, how do you not make this like no disqualification? You know this is almost the same mistake they made at WrestleMania 25 with Randy Orton and Triple H. They were sp- they should have yeah, had a knockdown right. dragout fight and instead we just got a straight up one on one match where if Triple H about got that. disqualified I about or anything that, and that
1: is literally probably <sighs> one of the major reasons why that match did not hold up in my mind yeah not care and, and, which match i followed or not but if you're building a match where they're, where they're literally going off air and beating each other up in their and in, in their families homes i mean come on
0: <laughs> and that's that's what Triple H has even said himself is that it's it it should have been done a little bit differently um, to get people, also with the Taker and Sean match, there was nobody that could have followed that. I'm sorry, not, not a single person could have followed that one. Um, but at least to get some kind of real reaction or intrigue out of it, which they could have done, it, instead they made a stipulation where if Triple H gets counted out or disqualified or anything like that, he actually loses the title. And it's like, that's the exact opposite of what we wanted to see. Like you said, we, yeah. they were pushing it so personal that you wanted to see these two fight not just wrestle but fight yeah. and you take that away and they're kind of doing the same thing with Lesnar and Reigns you know it's it, at this point don't make the same mistake that you did before actually throw in a stipulation here and i think and if i and i hope i'm i really hope that my intuition is right i think we might get some kind of announcement or at least we'll see like a promo between Lesnar and Heyman like to open it or whatever, to open Raw or at least end it where Heyman says, my client wants to challenge you to no disqualification, stipulation, or no holds barred on top of the match. And if they do that, I think that works great.
1: Yeah. Uh, will they do it? Nobody knows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's Yeah, that's still up in the air, but
1: uh, I think it's time for the question and answer part. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, let's you can sort I want to start of
0: yeah, you can well, rate him to today. Well, I, I mainly want to uh, start not with anything the,
1: anyways. I'm you waiting what? before. I'm waiting before
0: before I talk again.
1: Why? You've been talking like nonstop. stop are you talking about?
0: Well, I was trying to make a point <laughs> that we had a we had a gentleman who sent us a question last week that we didn't get to. Oh,
1: better better minded.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to start with that question and because we told – I personally even told him on Twitter that we would answer his question this week.
1: Yeah, so I, that, um, I, would, not, I would have forgot that shit, honestly.
0: Yeah, so um, this comes from – and I'm sorry if I butcher your name. My apologies. It's uh, Ador- Adorkable Lee, and it's at – I'm not even going to try to pronounce this – J-I-E-S-H-I-I underscore KUN, K-U-N. Uh, he asks us, at this critical point in WWE's setting up their future and a potential feud that could have started back in January, would it have been a better idea to have given Cena versus Elias at WrestleMania and give Elias a rub into stardom and save the Cena-Taker match for next year? That's a It's a very detailed question, and I, I appreciate that, and I like where his head is at, and um, and they were pushing Elias, but I want people to keep in mind the only reason Elias got the little push he did with Cena going into the Royal Rumble was because Samoa Joe was hurt.
1: I forgot about that, and that's that's the major reason why you're right. I forgot.
0: Yeah, because most people don't know the original setup um, was between two matches. It was either going to be Taker versus Cena, which had been talked about for a while, but then um, they had also spoken about how uh, Cena wanted to work with Samoa Joe. Like, he wanted to work with Samoa. So um, Joe unfortunately got injured, so that kind of changed things up for them. Um, I, I honestly do believe that Elias did get a nice rub from Cena because even though um, he kind of ended up on the, the losing end of things, he beat John Cena, or at least he, he uh, knocked out Cena right before the Royal Rumble. Which that was Cena giving him a little bit of that rub and that push. I mean, we're still talking about Elias to this day, so yeah. wouldn't we make the, wouldn't we make the argument that Cena did kind of rub off on him a little bit?
1: Yeah, I would think so. Well, I mean, I think they were they were pushing him anyways. You know, I think that's who they were gonna. You know,
0: I mean, hell, we, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. He's he's rumored to have a skit with the Rock for mm-hmm. WrestleMania. That's that's huge. Oh yeah, you know. So, and I hope
1: it happens because that would really help Elias not having a match. And what else would you could possibly want for WrestleMania 34 being involved with The Rock? I mean, your picture's would right. be everywhere and every freaking, you know, everything.
0: Exactly. So um, I wanted to get that question out of the way just because, again, I, I said that we would get him. And I wanted to make sure we stuck to that promise. Um, so now let's yeah, move you can, on. You can do the questions to...
1: because when you're talking, it gives me time to edit the uh, front cover. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, this, this question actually comes from <laughs> Negro, uh, should Shin- should Shin- 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 I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, you sure. can reach him at, at super duper dom 23. He yeah. asks us, uh, we kind of spoke on this at the beginning of the show. Who would you like to see replace Shane in the tag team match? And let's pre-emphasize this with, if Shane cannot make it, uh, to WrestleMania, yeah. um, We had already talked about Chris Jericho, but I think Ramsey will agree with this too. Mm -hmm. If, for whatever reason, Shane is unable to make it to Mania, um, Chris Jericho is obviously out. But I would not mind, and I know Ramsey wouldn't mind it either, I'd like to see Kane replace Shane.
1: Yeah, it sounds more exciting. I mean, Team Hell Yes.
0: It's Team Hell No. No,
1: Dana Bryan is a face right now, so Team Hell Yes.
0: He was a face when they were team hell no, no. They
1: got over no. He was a he was had no on a he shirt. He may have
0: been a he may have been a heel that was doing the no thing. Yeah, but the fans you. enjoyed the team so much. But they much. didn't
1: yell yes. They didn't yell yes. They yelled no. yes. They
0: did. No, they started going. No, to they, the they yes, yelled JD yes. Up.
1: They yelled yes to piss them off. But they didn't yell yes as I know what you're saying. But I mean, it's definitely a different. Either story. way,
0: they are team hell no. That's what they're going to be called. I hate you. So. I don't care. I'm just being honest with you. Uh, So, yes, I would like to see Kane if Shane is unable to compete. I'd love to see Kane take the place of Shane. And it makes sense like what Ramsey said.
1: I hate you. Next question,
0: go. (laughs) Okay. So, while Ramsey kind of pouts a little bit, will WWE ever give Bray a real push and cut back on the mystical crap? This is actually really good because we spoke a little bit about this. Yes, we talked about it. Well, we talked about this actually about three episodes ago uh, when we were speaking about uh, a tweet that I had sent out the week prior. And I had mentioned how I really do believe WWE missed a golden opportunity after WrestleMania 31 to actually turn Bray face and actually make him this generation's undertaker. Um I think there's hope for Bray with this ultimate deletion thing that took place with Matt Hardy. Uh, there may be somewhat of a character revamped at this point. Um, uh, maybe a broken Bray or a broken Wyatt potentially.
1: Which um, actually really
0: cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, I wonder, I don't, we don't know what that exactly would come to. Um, and maybe eventually it would lead back to going to the cult like leader that Bray was. Cause if you go back and watch those promos, uh, uh, or those vignettes that we got to hype Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family's debut—they're extremely creepy. Like, oh yeah, they are. They are legit. They invested invest a lot of
1: time and money in Bray Wyatt. Yeah,
0: they did, and it was WWE who crapped all over him. You know, it was like, wow, <laughs> that's how, that's how it push, is. yeah, you push this guy uh, to seemingly be this awesome figure coming in, and then you just destroyed him over over a very uh, short amount of time, might I add. <laughs> so, and your your opinion? Go for it.
1: Oh. Sorry, I was... I this, was uh... Yeah, dude. I was actually going to read the next one. Okay, hold on. Well, I mean, we do this whole I mean, where we uh... give
0: our opinions on the questions, don't we? Yeah,
1: that's true. Oh, man, well... I honestly don't know. Should I, I mean should I go? Should I refer to Bray Wyatt uh, if he if he comes back as uh, Husky Harris? <laughs> no. You weren't a fan of Husky Harris. Come on, man! You weren't a fan at all, even NXT Husky Harris.
0: Husky Harris was shit, and you know it.
1: <laughs> so, so you and no. <laughs> So you in no way would want him to come back, at least for a tiny bit confused. I mean, obviously, it would make fans have to really like uh, disband their belief. You know,
0: the army tank with a Ferrari engine for real. That's what you want. want,
1: That's that's awesome. That was
0: what Michael Cole used to say. Come on now, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay, I know you get a kick. I know you get a kick out of this th- this stupid shit. But come on. Well, I'm
1: just, I, I, just, mean- I, just, I just, I just like uh, trolling you a little bit. Okay. Uh, I honestly think, and the in the long run, the and the grand scheme of things, I think Bray Wyatt's gonna gonna if as long as he stays with WB and shows that he's a loyal wrestler, or whatever. I think WWE will keep giving him the main spots. I mean, that's one thing you can say. Whether he loses or wins. He's still kind of always in one of the main spots. He's always kind of would given vin- he's always kind of given vignettes. He's given some time on his character. He's not used like he used to be used when he was in a group. But they kind of wanted him to go solo, and they they have kind of ruined that. But I think if he keeps staying with the company, he'll he'll eventually you know be at the top or at least stay at the top as a you know a heel.
0: I mean, I would like to think that it's just we've seen we've seen what WWE has done with him, and at this point, it's kind of like. It, it's like we've talked about on here before. When you continuously book somebody to look weak, after a while, people are going to grow uninterested in you if they aren't already, which a lot of people kind of are. Yeah. You know? And that's sad because Bray Wyatt used to be one of the most interesting characters that they had, and I mean, it just
1: freaking right about that.
0: Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I, I hope. I still hope for Bray, but I don't hope too hard. I'll say that.
1: Also pray for DMX. Sorry, next one. <laughs>
0: uh, did you want to read it?
1: No, you can. Or read do it. you
0: want me to? Yeah, you read. it. Okay. Line. Okay. Um, so this comes from Thomas Allingham. Um, it says. It's good their, matches read their to watch because their
1: handle's is what they usually go. by. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm, no, my bad. I usually do. My apologies. <laughs> um, it's at his handle is at t three Allingham.
1: And this way, he can says. Comment on them and like talk
0: to them. Alright, so he asks us, good matches to watch for somebody whose first WrestleMania is going to be WrestleMania 34. So to clarify, because that might be confusing to some, is we've got a lot of people who are making their WrestleMania debuts, so um, who's the person to watch for? Like, who's going to make the best impact on their debut at WrestleMania?
1: It's mm, a good question.
0: I agree. I uh, think it's a great question.
1: I'll go first, give you some time this time. Uh, how about? Oh man, they're on the WrestleMania debut, or just one of their main, or one of their main and probably angles, like their one.
0: No, it's their, it's that person's WrestleMania. As an example, mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura is making his WrestleMania debut this year.
1: Oh, that's true. I didn't realize he wasn't involved last year. He was
0: that's that's his question. That's his question. Well, I mean, then I mean, the I, 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 anybody
1: on the card? Then I would have to say Shinsuke. Because now you have people that do not watch SmackDown at all, don't watch SmackDown pay-per-views, never really interested in Shinsuke, see, see the performance he can actually put on against AJ Styles, I go with Shinsuke.
0: And, you know, I would think that too, but I think another person, and I think really the only other person that has uh, more potential to be potentially even better than what Shinsuke could potentially be mm-hmm. is Asuka.
1: Yeah, that's, that's another good question. said so that. That's a good one too.
0: Yeah, Oscar versus uh, Charlotte I think has a lot of great uh, potential to be one of the better matches of the night. And I don't know about anybody else, but I can personally say right now I have very little interest in the Stephanie, Triple H, Angle, Rousey match. And, that, and I, I hate saying I mean, saying we that.
1: haven't talked about it or said it once this whole show because it's not interesting. I mean, the Ronda thing... Uh, that's the only maybe tiny factor. I want to see how she can wrestle, and I find her super, super freaking sexy. Besides that, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rhonda's freaking sexy as hell.
0: No, I, 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 Man, I love a girl good. who is
1: athletic and can actually really fight. That's hot.
0: No, I, I agree. I, but you know, I'm this a... isn't
1: about being hot. It's about uh, can you freaking wrestle at WrestleMania? And, and I mean,
0: unfortunately, again, I, I hope, I really, really hope it's just. Whoever she's worked with, and I hope we see a lot more than what we have because right now, uh, I'm not really all that impressed with Ronda in the ring at this moment. So I I, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Um, All right, so we'll move on to the next person. Um, This is uh, Shiraki Demon, or Demon. I believe is how it maybe pronounced. Mm-hmm. His at handle is at Winterbulls22. He said, and this is how it goes. Okay, I have, uh, I have on. Do you think WWE is going to let Strowman just win the tag title belts solo style? I mean, if he can go in and take out all the tag teams at once and still win, this must be a joke they're telling the Raw div- division. You're laughing at, you're laughing a joke, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, what he's getting out there is that do you think that they'll even just stick with Strowman versus uh, Cesaro and Sheamus by himself? And we talked about this on one of our episodes before. I, I thought they should have stuck with that.
1: Uh, man. I don't know. It's like it, I see people's views in this. Like I understand like it would make the tag titles look a little shitty that one man can be two. Major guys, somebody who's won a freaking WWE champion champ and uh, other champions multiple times, Sheamus, and then Cesaro, somebody who was people who've always wanted to go over and look really go over, and then one guy beats both of them at WrestleMania for the tag team titles. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, will it will it be different? Will it seem different and feel different? Yeah, it's something different, but it's like, will it do harm to the tag team titles and people's eyes? I mean, what do you think of that?
0: And I guess I can see where people can say that that harms the tag team titles to have one guy hold the tag team titles. Um, but then I always resort back to – I mean, Billy Gunn did the same thing back in 99, and it was a short run, but he did the exact that's same about, thing. That's
1: about uh, pushing it to <laughs>
0: – Well, <laughs> at the time it wasn't because he they were pushing him to win King of the Ring, and he did win King of the Ring. The only reason his push – Basically ceased was because of one promo by The Rock going into Summerslam. So his tag team title run by himself only lasted a short amount of time. And I don't, I honestly don't see anything wrong with it being Strowman versus The Bar because that was the original plans to begin with. And honestly, I think if anything, Sheamus and Cesaro could make it so believable that they as the unit, because they've made Braun Strowman look like an absolute obviously a monster, as he calls himself, um, this whole time. So they could have totally believed it. Two great wrestlers like Sheamus and Cesaro, technicians, that is, yeah. they could totally have made it look so believable that finally, while it may not have been one person that took him down, it would have shown that, hey, these two, two people could potentially take this guy down because they're that good. And then to have Strowman come out on top – you could make it to where Strowman barely got by. You know what I mean? He just barely won the match, and then the very next night, give them their rematch and have them beat Strowman. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it could work that way, and do it in an underhanded way. that, that way you kind of give people the feel good moment the, what's for the best
1: Strowman.
0: Way to do that you know, uh, cheat, cheat. You know, that's that's how you do it. Is because at that point you've built Strowman up to be so dominant that he won the tag titles by himself. And then the very next night when they invoked their rematch, they had to cheat to beat the guy this time. So that's the only way that you can beat Strowman is by cheating. And it makes Strowman look just as strong and still just a strong face overall. Yeah. But yeah. who am I? That's simplistic booking, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> it's too simplistic to work. <laughs> um, all right. So, yep. All right. So um, moving on. Uh this comes from Brenda Stapleton at From the Park Bench. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, so she asks, why no build-up on SmackDown Live for Styles and Nakamura? They are pushing Brian, McMahon, Owens, and Zayn. Their promotion is superb or subpar. KO needs no help as a heel top performer. Raw is over the top with Lesnar and Reigns. I don't think SmackDown Live is going to give their best or they've been given the best coverage. Very great intuition, because I happen to agree that they haven't pushed Styles and Nakamura as much as they should have. Um, what do you think, Ramsey?
1: Uh, mean, what have I been saying the last couple of weeks? I mean, like last month or two, I said Shinsuke and AJ Styles, uh, for them to actually work, they need to be seen on TV more, and actually, besides just going backstage and be like, I'm going to beat you, that doesn't... <laughs> doesn't uh right doesn't build matches i just i mean it doesn't i mean i do feel like that if they did what they did on one of the last smackdown with shinsuke like about to hit him in the face that was pretty interesting that was great I, yeah i was like okay see this is the kind of stuff i want to keep seeing because it like you're then it actually sykes aj styles out you know to his fans perspective it's not just talking it's like you're, he's about to go you know i thought that was pretty pretty duh, duh. Done well. Yeah. That
0: that was. That was very well done. And the fans were right behind it. And the fact that he gave him a pat on the head afterwards. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It it sold him that much more. And 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 they did very well with that. And I wish we would have had more of that leading up to Mania.
1: I know. Exactly.
0: But with all due respect to Styles and Nakamura, I think that this is gonna be the best thing that happens to them because knowing how AJ and Shinsuke both feel about this match going into it and how much they've wanted this match, watch it be the match that got probably the least amount of attention as one of the main the matches. The that, man,
1: they, people have wilded it up so much that it has to be, like, really good now. Like, people have, like, and nonstop well, talked about it.
0: And what if, and what if it, it fills all those boxes? What but if it, has it does to, that? I mean, it
1: has to be now, though. It's a, that's the point. That's what I'm telling you. But the thing...
0: I, I know I get where oh, okay. you're going with that, but what but what I'm saying is WWE hasn't given it hasn't gave it the attention that we all felt like it deserved. That's because you so can't talk to
1: Mike. That's why. I,
0: I, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like he's gotten better just he's in the last, last two or three last weeks. Smackdown,
1: it was way better. Yeah.
0: Yes, like I thought the same thing.
1: I just don't um, know why they don't want to give I, him like give him like a freaking. He has to sit on the plane a lot, you know. Why don't they give him like a sheet of things he needs to say, and AJ Styles, and 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 like let him like keep going over that until he knows what he has to say instead of like saying, "Hey, Shinsuke, you know, basically don't approach him like they approach the other stars. Like, hey, you know, you're obviously you know international star over there. You know, you're not good at English. Here's here's what you need to say. We you have about you know obviously till next till the next week till next SmackDown till next Tuesday to freaking learn this. You know, I don't know why that can't has not been done yet or has it been done? You think?
0: Nope. Well, I was going to say, maybe maybe it has been done, and we just obviously we just don't know it. Maybe we just um,
1: witnessed it this last SmackDown because that was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, and to to her point, to Brenda's point, um, I will say this too, though. The Brian McMahon story, we talked about the longevity of this feud that has, that has been going on. I am perfectly okay with it getting as much attention as it has because we've gotten the great storytelling that goes all the way back to SummerSlam with Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens, we got Daniel Bryan, who was interjected in there as being the sympathizer to Owens and Zane at one point to now being a victim of them as well, and we get the comeback story of Daniel Bryan as well. Um, mm-hmm. You get all of that all of that drama mixed into one angle, and it's so good. I mean, really? literally... Mm-hmm. Sorry. It was lightning... Uh, no, you're good. I think you and I are going to agree on this. Uh, it was lightning in a bottle. You know what okay. I mean? It, every... It, it's like everything has just worked out perfectly thus far if cuz honestly if shane can't compete that's the only thing that makes it from being perfect but beyond that from what we've got going right now this has been superb storytelling from all four guys all four guys have put in their time and work to make this a hot angle you know what i mean
1: no pun intended um, and it's been
0: for- <laughs> Right, <laughs> <laughs> and while we're while we're on this subject, this actually brings up our last question here. Uh, this comes from Spencer Love at Spinny Love man? underscore right. So at Spinny Love underscore WCS. He's actually, a does da- He's
1: actually a writer. too, and has his own little website.
0: Awesome. Yep. Well, thank you for listening, and and we're going to answer your question right now, which is, does Daniel Bryan win in his return match? No. <sighs>
1: You don't think so? No. Gosh, and I and I'm not saying, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that because I don't think they like Daniel Bryan or anything like that. It's just you don't, you can't make sense of the storyline of Zayn and Owens being gone permanently.
1: Yeah, they go on Raw.
0: But that's not what they've pitched it so far. Could they get away with that? With the way that it sounds like, sure. But if they, for instance, come on SmackDown this week and being like, when we say they're Super gone star, or remain fired, out. they could. And they could go the Raw route, which does make it interesting because if they are thinking that, then yes, that does add intrigue to it. And in that case, absolutely, Daniel Bryan wins. And I, and I would hope – that's the route I would hope for, but I don't think WWE is willing to give us – or maybe they are because maybe they understand that everything has just fit perfectly – For the faces to come out on top on this. Daniel Bryan coming back to wrestle is, I mean, nobody thought it would happen. So why would you not want to capitalize on that success? I mean, really. Uh, And it's at the biggest show of the year.
1: People have honestly said that they used this whole Daniel Bryan thing uh, and did it at WrestleMania basically because they knew the WrestleMania hype wasn't there like it usually is.
0: Well, and then on top of that, I mean, what makes it even more perfect storytelling is Daniel Bryan is returning to the very same place where just four years ago he had the biggest moment, arguably, of his career, winning the title in New Orleans at WrestleMania Thirty.
1: Yeah, I forgot who pointed it out on Twitter. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Or did you point it out last week? Um, I think I did. Okay, yeah, that's a thought, something like that. But, yeah. Anything else we missed this week, Travis? Uh, not
0: that I saw. You're more than welcome to correct me if I miss something.
1: Not miss nothing either. I don't think. Um, awesome. guys, It has been a uh, awesome uh, show experience. Thank you for joining us, and I will let Travis carry this out because he loves to hear himself talk. Travis.
0: I mean, apparently our listeners do too. <laughs> the facts and numbers don't lie. So, uh, that being said, guys, we appreciate you tuning in and listening to us again, and those that have listened to us uh, every single week since discovering us, we appreciate your support, as always. Please pass on the support and like us over here on Twitter, like us over on Facebook, Uh, visit RumblingRumors.com where you'll get a lot of non-spoilers and articles written by Ramsey himself, as well as a couple of uh, writers as well. You also can pick up Free HD wallpapers mm-hmm. on the website. And you can follow both Ramsey and myself. You follow Ramsey at WWE Ramsey. You can follow me at Travis underscore hark And every every single week, guys, I hope you all take care. Have a wonderful Easter. And WrestleMania is less well, for us, just a, over a week away.
1: Yep. Alright, guys. Have a good one.
0: Peace. And until next time good bye mwah, and good night bang